from LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek ever since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season five, episode 20, we're almost there. Yep. (laughs) Separate ways, world apart worlds apart this is a journey song that's the name of the journey song (laughs) on the hbo go where i watched it or whatever it's called uh it didn't say the world's apart oh yeah that's funny because the journey song is separate ways yeah in parentheses worlds apart great journey song by the way um okay written by nicole ranadive who also wrote for 24 Um, directed by Robert Duncan McNeil, who is, I would say, mo- more well-known as an actor. Yeah. Um, most notably Tom Paris in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. A le- lieutenant. Yeah. And also directed a bunch of Star Trek, directed the pilot of Samantha Who, which my friend Pam worked on that show. Cool. Um, Chuck, and many, many more. He did a bunch. Originally aired April 24th, 2002. I'm pretty sure we had a huge party the night before this <laughs> because it was Aaron's, our other friend Aaron's birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Shakespeare's birth and death date. <laughs> Shakespeare's birth and death days, yes. Um, am I remembering that wrong? I feel like that was a party that I I'm, remember that was like. <laughs> my memories are shaky. <laughs> okay. I feel but like yeah, Aaron's birthday sure. that year was like a big one. Okay. And that picture of the four of us that's it's like. from that day. I think it's from oh, that party. okay. Okay. So we were probably hungover as fuck because I know how much we drank that night. Yeah. So we were probably still hungover I mean, watching I this. I remember <laughs> watching this episode actually because the part of Charlie staying is like the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. yeah. And even though we've said like we didn't watch like the first, you know, like Half. nine episodes. Yeah. So we didn't know like how horrific he was. Yeah. We still like knew he cheated. And then like after watching that fight scene yeah. last episode where like even then there's no way we're like on Joey's side about right. that, you know? Right. Um and being like, "Oh my god, he's st- he's like a changed man for Joey." Like that's part's like seared in my mind. Of, I like, remember that. This is so stupid. But I also remember this being the day after that party. Yeah. Us being like, Ugh. "Water. <laughs> More beer, please." Yeah, I, I was going to say water. You're so nice to to 18-year-old us. <laughs> we were drinking natty ice most deaf. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so description from Wikipedia. Charlie's band lands a deal for a tour. He asks Joey to go with him, but she doesn't want to leave college in the middle of the semester. Charlie then decides to quit the band and stay with her. Joey begins to panic as she feels like the relationship is moving too fast. No shit. She breaks up with him so he can go on tour with his band. Meanwhile, Oliver and Dawson finally get to New York to meet with an agent, but Oliver ruins the meeting with his awkwardness. Dawson smooths it over by remaining behind to beg for another chance. Pete Pacey meets the nasty new manager of civilization, (laughs) Alex Pearl, who bought the restaurant from Danny. She promotes Pacey to head chef, but fires Audrey. Pacey tries to get Audrey her job back, but all he gets is a kiss from Alex. (laughs) Alex didn't buy the restaurant. I just want to say that. It's like she's the manager. She's an investor. Yeah, maybe, but she's like the manager. Yeah. Um, Okay, my history's mysteries. I only have one this week. Um, April 27, 2002. The Laughlin, Nevada River Run Riot kills three. Mm. This was a riot and fight between the Hells Angels and Mongols motorcycle clubs. This was the first time that there were multiple murders in a Nevada casino. Oh, wow. Interesting. Hmm. 
number one movie is The Scorpion King. Oh, the with The Rock. The I Rock, think? I think. Yeah. yeah, The Scorpion King. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the I've never Scor- seen any of the Mummy movies. I haven't seen any of the Mummy yeah, movies. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Oh, you haven't either. No. Oh, that surprises me. Um, the Scorpion King broke the Matrix's record for twenty-seven point eight million dollars for the highest weekend debut in April. All right. Number one song, yet again, "Foolish" by Ashanti. That's not changing for yeah. quite some time. Banger, banger. Um, debuting at number sixty-nine is "I'm Gonna Be All Right" by Jennifer Lopez. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so J Lo was like, yeah, 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 a few times on these charts. Um, at number 89, we have Chop Suey by System of a Down, right. which is not a band that I was like super into, but when I put this song on, I was like, oh, I know this yeah, song. You don't remember that song from the dorms? I mean, I do. always sing it. Oh, my roommate yeah. looks like, yeah. But like true. she, like in a, like a slow down, yeah, yeah, soulful yeah. way. Yeah, true, true. Um, and debuting at number 93, Britney Spears classic, Overprotected. Love that song. God, that song's amazing. So good. God, oof. And then finally, debuting at number 99 is a song called Be Here by Raphael Sadiq and D'Angelo, which is a bang. Yeah. Okay. That song slaps. Yep. Um, okay. So we're going to open with the dorm room. Audrey walking into her dorm in the morning, presumably after spending the night with Pacey, mm-hmm. and she gets the door and there's a scrunchie on the door handle. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and you're like, oh, cool. So Joey did fuck charlie yeah finally but like they didn't right no it's so stupid i know well and audrey like looks all proud like yeah okay, like joe, all right and we're it. like yeah 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 yeah, totally and we go into the room and we see joey wake up like fully clothed in her own bed and then charlie's right there fully, fully clothed like yeah like not even like i'm wearing pajamas like i got jeans on he has jeans on he that's does. so gross i know <laughs> Um, my note here was I miss nothing about trying to sleep with another person in a twin bed. God, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know how they make it work. The bed must be bigger than a twin. They must make it a for the for, for the, the show. show. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we definitely no, used we to definitely sleep with people twin. in twin beds because I'm looking at that like that's impossible. Like, oh, we my did it God. though. I know we did. And I don't know how. If I sleep in a twin bed now, I'm scared I'm going to fall out. Like, just by myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, if you stay at someone's house Mm -hmm. and they have a twin and you're like, I think I'm going to fall out. Yeah, I'm going to fucking hit my face on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Well, so Joey and Charlie have this kind of cute conversation about what they're both like when they're sleeping, you Mm -hmm. know, like drooling or snoring or talking in their sleep. And I was, my note here was just like, I would like this a lot if it wasn't Charlie. Or if they actually had sex. That's true. Or that too. I mean, yeah, but like, it's, it's hard to give a fuck about Charlie. It's so stupid. And again, like, I just can't get over the fact that they want us to be like, oh yeah, he was a total creep, horrible, horrible person person to Jen. Yeah. But like be on his team for Joey. That doesn't make any sense. And we're not talking horrible, like in the way that Dawson is, because at least Dawson and Joey have like this history. Right. So as you can understand why she keeps going back to Dawson. Right. Because there's that history and that like back and forth or whatever. This doesn't make any sense at all. I agree with you. The only sense it makes is that Joey's a bad person. You know what I mean? Like, like the only takeaway is that she's a bad person. She, yeah, she sucks as a friend, yeah. particularly to Jen. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's weird. Like, you know, and I don't know. And so we're supposed to care. She and then it's like it's also like because like 
we know that Jen really wanted to get to know Charlie more. The fact that like they're doing this deep dive into him, it's it's it it's, sucks. It sucks. It's really hard to watch. To be yeah. honest, it's like isn't Joey like she just cracks these you know bad boys, <laughs> and you're like Pacey's not a fucking bad boy, no matter how much they try to spin us on that. You also, know? like yeah, he was cracked long before yeah Joey had anything to do with it. Yeah, exactly. And so like if he ever was a bad boy. Andy cracked that nut yeah, like, long exactly. before, you know. So she kind of gets into this thing that, like, if it wasn't Charlie, you would care, and if they delve deeper, you would be happy about it. But they're not. Where she's kind of like, it's weird that like we haven't known each other until now, like, right? And she's kind of reconciling this thing that is like for her pretty profound. Yeah, that, like every person that she's loved, she's known forever, forever, you yeah. know, and that she like, they have this idea of her from like, when she was a kid, and when she was a middle school and da, 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 da. and they know and everything about they know her. everything about her. And with Charlie, she gets to be a totally different person, which is the story we wish we could have gotten of Joey in college. That's my exact note is like, I think that like showing this story of like, hey, one of the nice things about college is that you do get to meet people that didn't know you for the first 18 years of your life Mm -hmm. and you do get to like try on new aspects of your personality and figure out who you are around other people that don't know you and like you get to leave some of the shit behind yeah and like I think that like and again I mean I know you said it but I think it too which is that like I would really love this to be Joey's storyline with anyone but Charlie I know so (laughs) or if it was with Charlie but a season-long arc with like her journey in general and then he just comes in because she like was assaulted and she's freaking out yeah you know yeah and like not all the shit with jen it's yeah, like yeah, you know totally so also katie holmes got a haircut and it looks actually pretty good mm, i um, didn't like it i felt like it it was washes, like the rachel it, it <laughs> the color washes her face out and they like don't know how to do her makeup that yeah but her hair cut mm. i don't know about her color but mm. her haircut looked good um and they like kind of have this pillow fight and they have a fucking pillow fight (laughs) like are you serious like oh my god joe okay so audrey gets to be super horny with pacey jen got to be super horny with With charlie Charlie. and joey gets a fucking pillow fight (laughs) and we're supposed to give a fuck about these two what's the connection here the the pillow, she, look, it's cute, Aaron. Oh Isn't my so god! Cute? Like, oh, oh aren't god. they connected on this level that like does is so profound? Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's really frustrating too because it's like, God, let Joey have sex two thousand and two. Like, let, my god, I know. It's like I don't know if maybe Katie Holmes didn't want to do that because it doesn't make sense. That, I don't think so. I think it was the writers. Yeah, because I, it just doesn't make sense. She doesn't even get like a sexy makeout with him, right? They're like not once. even like fooling around at all. Yeah. Like, come on. I, it's hard to believe. I know. So we go to the credits and then we go to civilization where Audrey and Pacey walk in and Audrey's like, they're like in the middle of a conversation yeah. where she's like, you didn't read the memo. Like, <laughs> and he's like, what? what? And she's like, Danny left. She's like, he's like, no way. I called him. Like, okay. Wait, I have to apologize. Cause I didn't play Danny off uh, because I didn't remember that it was no, his last episode. Back. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well okay then i won't play him off yet so anyway danny so pacey like um is like 
what? Danny wouldn't leave without telling me. Like, da da da. And Audrey's like, no, we're under new management. Like, that's what the memo said. Yeah. yeah. Like, da da da. Also, she's wearing a leather jacket with fringe. That oh, was wow. really glorious. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, like, it's very country music. And I'm like into it. Um, and she's like, this big conglomerate bought this restaurant and like wants to turn it into a chain. And Casey's like, we were gone for five days. <laughs> what the fuck? Which is unbelievable. Uh, everything about this is unbelievable. I have more to say later. Okay. But like, what? <laughs> like, we're supposed to think Civilization is like a fancy restaurant, right? Like one of the nicest restaurants in Boston I can, or like, what? I honestly can't tell. Like, I know. I that was like that my like thought yes. process, too. Because I was like, it's the fanciest restaurant in Boston. But then there, the kids are always hanging out there. And Jack got drunk there with his frat boy. Right. So like that kind of doesn't, doesn't make sense. Track. But like, just like the idea that they're making like a fancy restaurant a chain is like and also that's not how scaling restaurants work i mean i feel like my thing is like it feels like those restaurants that like are faux fancy Mm -hmm. you know like they probably have truffle fries on the menu sure but even still like the whole idea is like they're gonna make it a chain it's just like that's not how you scale that no but it's so weird um because like you could just have Alex come in as the manager. We've never met the manager of the restaurant before. I agree with you. It's so weird. And have her fire Danny or something. like, Or, or Danny's still on vacation. I don't know. Fire Danny or whatever. But it's, it's such a weird storyline. I agree. So then we go to Worthington where Charlie catches Joey. She's coming out of a building. And he's like, I've got news. Yeah. And Joey's like, do you go to class? Like, do they have class at Boston Bay? He's like, no, I don't really go. Um, yeah. And she's like... You know, he asked her if she knows the band Lust to Love, which is apparently a Go-Go's cover band. I looked mm-hmm. it up. Not a real band. Okay. And Josephine Potter. Band. It's a tribute band. Tribute band. Sorry, yeah. not a cover band. Josephine Potter has the audacity to ask if people want to relive the Go-Go's. And I was like, bitch, what? Of fucking course we want to relive the Go-Go's. And it's like, so what do her and Charlie have in common? If somebody said that to me, I would break up with them. Because, like, Charlie is, like, a music bra, you know? So, like, you understood why him and Jen connected. Right. What the fuck is going... Like, Jen is so hot, too. It's not that just that Joey's hot. Like, it just no. doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. What does she talk to him about, too? I mean, it's like, I don't know, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, he's, like, the Go-Go's rocked. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, no shit. Also, just for anyone who needs something to do, if you haven't watched Drew Barrymore induct the Go-Go's into the Hall of Fame yet on Mm. YouTube. Oh, my God. Amazing. Anyway, highly suggest. Basically, this Go-Go's cover band wants Charlie's band to, like, go on tour with them. Yeah. And Joey's like, oh, my God. That's so great. I'm so happy for you. Like, when are you going? This summer? Yeah. He's like, well. One day. (laughs) Oh, my God. That doesn't even make any sense. She's, I mean, that makes a little bit more sense. Monday? Yeah, that like their band, their cover, their their opening band dropped out or something like that, and they need a new mm-hmm. band to come with well, them. Well, he needs to say that then. I hear you, but like <laughs> that one, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, shit happens. And she's kind of like, it's the middle of the semester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but this is my dream, and like, you know, I'll take some incompletes. I can make stuff up later. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I like, mean, that's fine. fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. You can talk to his <laughs> teachers about like maybe making up work too. Totally. And, sh- and then he's like, you should come with me. And she's like, I'm not doing that. That's the, there's no tension here. There's right. no way she would say yes to this. Agreed. 
It's so weird. I know. She's like, uh, like I love my, I love it here. This is my life. And like, come with him to do what? To be his girlfriend. Well, I know he doesn't say that. But Not like, yet. It's unclear. So at first, you're like to sing. I thought that for a second because I haven't seen this episode in so long, and yeah. I was like, is he suggesting that she comes and sings? Because yeah. good God. <laughs> okay. Um, and and he like. He's like, well, the thing is, like, we just started and like I uh, like you just got to like I just broke you down and like, (laughs) you know, I don't want it to end yet. Yeah. And like, this is my thing, right? I love this story if it's not Charlie. I know. Like, Like, you could totally be there with the absurdity of so many elements of this if it wasn't Charlie or if Charlie hadn't been written the way that he was. Yeah. Like if him and Jen just broke up like because they didn't like they weren't like on the level, you know, or if he and Jen like slept together once and were like, that was nice. And then like, but like didn't see each other again. Yeah. Like I always maintain that Jen should have broke up with him because she was right. Like they don't have anything in common. Right. And she wants more than that, you know? Right. So it would like also track for her growth for the season that like, she was like, ah, I just don't want to fuck around. And then with Dawson, she was like, yeah, but I want that like connection, yeah. you know, like, so like trying to find, you know, cause I A think middle ground. when you're young, you kind of bounce back and forth. Sure. You're like the bad guy, the hot guy. And then you're like, Ooh, let me get something safe. And you're like, oh, that's boring. Yeah, and then you yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Until you can kind of figure out what what you want, you want, you know. Yeah, and like, my, I'm so pissed that Jen got this like shitty storyline of him being an asshole, and then Joey got like whatever this is. Yeah, and also have... this personality on him is different than anything else we've seen. It doesn't make any sense. So, and so she's like, "You're not leaving right now. Like, we can still hang out. It's so it's fine. Yeah, she or like pulls him into the building and yeah. like." You know, if they got to be horny, you would think they're going to fuck, but they're probably just going to like share stories about scars, <laughs> which is just, and like have another pillow fight. And it's like, this is so stupid. It's boring. Yeah. So in Dawson's room, then he and Oliver are figuring out what they're going to say to this agent. Yeah. And so apparently like, they've rescheduled. Apparently. <laughs> Oliver's like, you should let me do most of the talking. And I was like, that seems like a bad plan. And Dawson knows that too. Yeah, I know. He's like, <laughs> he's like uh, and don't you think like, we should practice? And Oliver's like, I've pra- I've had so many meetings like this. I mean, like with my family, yeah, but like. <laughs> and Oliver has this whole plan about how they're going to get this agent to love him, them. And like, he's like, we got to present ourselves in a certain way. He's like, you know, like, have you ever seen Rain Man <laughs> with the matching suits? And Dawson just looks at him like, we are not going in there and matching suits. Absolutely not, you know. <laughs> Which, and, like, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, like, you know, putting the stakes for this meeting where it's, like, there are plenty of people that are talented, but not everyone has an agent. Right. You know, so, like, this storyline is the one you understand the most. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then we go to Audrey and Joey's room and Audrey's like, okay, let me get this straight. Like he asked you to go with him. Yeah. And Joey's like, yeah. And Audrey's like, you know, to sing. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you know, that's not the answer. Well, (laughs) it doesn't make sense that she would go as a girlfriend. Like you don't bring a plus one on a tour. Particularly not like a DIY, a DIY indie tour, tour that your bandmates would hate you. She because, what? You're another person in a van. Yeah, and a hotel room, or like someone's fucking floor you're crashing on. Yeah, like, nobody needs that. No, you would be kicked out of the band for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's just like it's hard. This it, why they gotta hate on Jen so much. 
I, I, no, totally. They don't like, even talk about her once this episode. I know. And she's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, Joey's like, yeah, you know, this total cab that he was has gone away. And now he's like downstairs buying snacks at the vending machine <laughs> because he wants to spend as much time as possible together before he leaves. And Audrey's like, okay, like what's okay. Like, yeah. I don't see the problem. Yeah. And Joey's like the levels, Audrey levels have been skipped. And like Audrey's like, but it's, it's so romantic. He drove down to Florida for you to sweep you off your feet. And now he wants you to join him on the road and participate in this adventure. And Joey's like, this is not romantic. This is creepy. You yeah. know, and now he's talking about staying because she said she wasn't going to go with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Audrey's like, ooh, yikes. OK, <laughs> OK, this is worse than I thought, you know, yeah. I mean, I really love this friendship moment between the two of them. Yeah. And I mean, this is what I've been wanting all along is to like have how Joey feels, right. you know, and to like this feels so authentic and something we don't get in the show where like two friends are just talking about what's happening. Right. You know, totally. which is wild. That <laughs> yeah, that I know. And it's like frustrating because yeah. it just is like that is your whole high school life. Where something right. happens to you and then you like talk, talk to your about friends it about forever. it longer than what happened to you. A hundred percent. And she's like, you know, well, he's not gonna stay, right? And Joey's like, no, nope, nope. And, and Audrey's like, well, then like, you're fine. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You hurt his feelings a little bit. And she's like, and hey, who knew he had feelings? So we've all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah. And you gotta go meet the new manager. Yeah. And she's like. She, she goes Joey's like new manager and Audrey goes I'm gonna write you a memo about it yeah. which is really funny and Charlie walks in as Audrey goes and Joey's like okay <laughs> she's very uncomfortable yeah and so Audrey and Pacey are at the meeting and he hasn't been able to get a hold of Danny so right. he like called to check about what was going on and you know whatever and Audrey says if there's flair involved in this new management she's gonna leave and I was like god Office Space is a great movie yeah it really is <laughs> And then Cheryl and Fenn walks in and calls everyone to attention. And it's time for another installment of Dawson's Peaks. Um, we haven't had a Twin Peaks actor since what? Machinomic? In I, season two? I feel like there was one more, but yeah, yeah, okay. yeah at least from that. And she like kind of gets on a stage, it looks like. It's like, <laughs> it's like an up, elevated yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah. And her name's, sense. yeah, her name's Alex. And she's like, telling it to him straight she's like it's like the old chef and the owners they have left but they built something great and that can be recreated yeah, we want to we want to expand to multiple locations and then pacey's like oh so you're making us a chain yeah <laughs> and he like says in a roundabout way that he's like kind of mad that danny got pushed out yeah and she's like everybody made it out of this A-okay. she's like people get in the restaurant biz to make money i was like is that true no <laughs> i don't think so. oh my god this is so weird i know i know because pacey's like wait what <laughs> like he's kind of like they don't make what i know That's not true. well they, they've waffled on that too because danny's like rich yeah you know, so that's why I was like, this has to be a high end restaurant. So the margins are so much more to be rich. Yeah. You know, uh, it just this whole business model doesn't make sense. But we're not supposed to know that. Right. Because we're college kids supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she admits she's the manager, which at least they like give her position because Danny was always like the chef and the manager and the owner. And right. We weren't what really kind of. Yeah. But also yeah. there were investors and we didn't really know what was going on. Right. 
And she's just kind of like, we're going to start making some changes to policy and staff. And, you know, some of you might not make it through and like, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're not great, but like, just Mm -hmm. like we have to switch things up. And Pacey's like, wait, some of us? And then Alex is like, are you, did you like get elected to speak for the staff? Like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like union busting. (laughs) Yeah. And Pacey's like, he kind of gives her attitude. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we weren't allowed to speak during this meeting. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to speak to you each individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so familiar, familiarize yourself with the new employee handbook. And that's that. Thank you very yeah. much. I was like, this is the scariest meeting. Also, normally when you get bought out by someone, they're like, we're going to make no changes. And well, then and they're going to be super nice to you, too, because yeah. they want the transition to be like, no, smooth. nothing's changing. It's going to be smooth. We don't want like a labor, you know, uprising like Pacey. You know? Totally. So it, it, it doesn't make sense that like someone would come in new and like make all of these changes I agree. and I agree like with you. also like the chef is such a big part of a restaurant totally especially a restaurant like this so like getting rid of danny is a, the biggest change possible totally it doesn't make any Seems sense weird that they did that yeah so after alex finishes pacey and audrey have this kind of back and forth and, and audrey's basically like you did not just make a good impression right and then Alex walks up and, like, knows Pacey's name. Yeah. And, like, knows who he is yeah. and asks him to come into her office. Right. And she's, like, Pacey's, like, oh, yeah. And, like, you know, he's, like, I'm sorry. If, or she says she was sorry if she was harsh. And she doesn't want it to seem like she doesn't welcome employee feedback. <laughs> I was, like, mm. So. Well, it did seem like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it seemed like. <laughs> I agree. And so they, we go into the office and they talk a little bit and she kind of is like, you don't really like authority, do you? And he's yeah. like, no. <laughs> I was like, it's a perceptive lady. I can't believe he like admits the truth, though. It's like such a weird move. <laughs> I know. And she's like, but you liked Danny. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, he taught me everything I know. And like, he was great. And you know, he's like, I need this job and like, I don't want to go if it's her intent to fire him. And she's like, yeah, actually, I was going to promote you. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> she needs someone with, I know, my, I had the same reaction because she needs someone with leadership abilities in the kitchen until she hires someone permanent. And yeah, like I was like, why the fuck would you promote him? <laughs> I mean, like. You wish that they had just said, like, oh, Danny, like, you know, and the invest Danny or whoever the manager was, like, left me, like, employee files about all y'all. Yeah. And he suggests, or he suggested you for this. Right. Because it doesn't make any sense unless Danny was like, Basie, he's my boy, yeah, you he's know? The best. He but, like, he's someone else would be, like, next in line. 100%. There's a fucking hierarchy. 100%. Luckily, and he Pacey doesn't have says any this. leadership experience. Uh, totally and luckily Pacey's like what like I'm way too inexperienced for that and she's like you know I just have to maintain the status quo (laughs) which like is weird after that whole speech about how she's gonna fire people Well, and there is no status quo if they have a new if there's no manager yeah that's not the same yeah Um, and he's like she's like if you can't handle it I'll give it to someone else yeah and it's like okay who you've already decided pacey's the best option so you're saying and he's like low on the totem pole he's only worked there for like seven months right 
what and he's like no no no, i can do it like i can do it it's fine Mm -hmm. and she's like definitely flirting with him when she says he's overconfident i like that and i was like girl what's happening in this scene it's so weird it's like and then she's like okay go get to work and he like thanks her and shakes her hand like yeah it's very weird it's hard because like you know they want to bring this thing this person to like shake up yeah audrey and pacey i guess one week after they got together for real yeah so you're like yet again okay this is weird but like the show i hate and this is like is such a problem to me and it has been since the pilot is that they lean into abuses of power too much totally like you know who could shake it up joey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could we just acknowledge that pacey and joey dated you know totally. like okay like or someone else at the restaurant like another server or something yeah. you know like kind of like a, a karen yeah or like at leary's fresh fish like remember in um stolen kisses that girl that's like flirting with henry and jen oh yeah, out. yeah 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 like yeah. something like that like yeah. someone more age appropriate although she does say i'd love to take a bath with him so creepy <laughs> i know that, that girl is shelly <laughs> um so we go to joey's dorm room and she's like reading descartes and charlie's flipping through a magazine and he's like you're coming to show tonight right what is this relationship like you said they're just sitting there while she's reading she's studying and he's flipping through a magazine yeah it just doesn't make any sense. Totally. And he, she, she, she's like, yeah, I'm not going to miss your farewell to Boston. And he's like, listen, I've been thinking about this morning. It didn't go how I wanted it to. I mean, it's just so sad that this is supposed to be like one of their last times together and they're not even horny. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. And the whole point of having Chad Michael Murray on this show is that he's hot. I know. Like... <laughs> you know at least jen got to see him in his boxer briefs i know you know? at least we got that so we're like okay i guess <laughs> Fine, we know why he's on the show <laughs> yeah, like exactly. whatever like totally. okay and so joey's like yeah this was awkward but like you know maybe she's like maybe i shouldn't go like tonight or he he says i maybe i shouldn't go and joey's like not go on the tour yeah and charlie's like yeah, you know, school is important. Like, not to me, but it's it's important. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. Fair. That and then, he would feel that way. Right. And then he does kiss her. Like, at least they kiss a little bit. But, like, I agree with It's not like a sexy kiss or I, a steamy no. kiss. And he's like, you know, other opportunities are bound to happen. Yeah. But, like, until then. And he, like, kisses her. And he's he says like, we can start our own banter. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, what? What? <laughs> Oh, my God. Which, like, honestly, I would be there for that storyline of, like, Joey and him as, like, singer-songwriter. Yeah. The so terrible white stripes. funny. That would be so funny. Totally. And she, he's like, I know you have your doubts. And then, again, he quotes Almost Famous. Someone on I this know. show quotes Almost Famous. Yeah. And it's like, it's not too late for me to prove that I'm a person of substance, which yeah. Frances McDormand says to really curt up in Almost Famous. Yeah. And Joey's like, you don't have to prove. And then he cuts her off by kissing her. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we're we're going to be great together. And this is the right decision. And then he just walks out the door. 
it's just like yeah and it's like we feel joey's confliction yeah but like it's because the show won't acknowledge that joey and pacey dated yeah we don't get the confliction that it's like he's like i want to prove myself for you yeah and she's like why do you guys like feel like they have to do that to me you know because like that's kind of what broke her and pacey up right you know and we like haven't really got a deep dive into her feelings like months after their breakup which of course she'd be grappling with you know totally um even if their friendship feelings but like you know and it's like this other guy is now suddenly being like i'm gonna change for you and she's like whoa whoa what the fuck guys which would feel weird you know um but like we're not gonna get that no also what we're gonna get i want to say i'm not 100 percent certain but i think i'm pretty sure she has her shoes on her pillow Oh my god! I I couldn't tell for certain, but that what was on the pillow was not shaped like a foot; it was shaped like a shoe. Oh my! And I was god. like, "Bitch, that is wild." These monsters! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I don't know what to say to it, but I, it's weird because, like, you know, we're from California, so we just like wore flip flops all, all the time. So you're just always taking those off. I never wear shoes at home. Yeah, like, I mean, I think wearing shoes in the house is gross because, like, we live in a city. Yeah. And, like, you can't be walking around your house with, like, that kind of stuff, you know. it's like <laughs> You're tracking people, shit into your like house. It's like when people let their dog on their bed and you're like, the dog was on the sidewalk. The dog, or also the dog eats poop, so. The, the paws mm-hmm. touched the sidewalk and now they're on your bed. Oh, my God. Girl, I, well, there was one time I saw this girl walking down Hollywood Boulevard with no shoes on. And I was like, oh you're going to get a tapeworm. I know. I mean, like, that is wild. You know what's on? Oh, my the God. The fucking ground and on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, my God. Like, the busy part, too. Yeah, like yeah. The, you know. Oh, my God. Hollywood Boulevard is dirty as shit. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, so we go to New York where Dawson and Oliver are, like, waiting for this agent. Yeah. And Dawson's like, okay, like, we have one more chance to strategize. You want to strategize? And then Oliver thinks that the receptionist is checking him out. It's so funny. And he's like, yeah, should I ask her out, dude? And Dawson's like, no, you absolutely should not do that. Like, it's hard because, like, I kind of like this, but also we didn't get really, like, a discussion of why they're partnering together. Like, what does Dawson see in Oliver? Beyond anything but this movie. like The one movie that they've already made. So why would they get an agent to together. make more, you know, and like pitch themselves as a team? Great. I, great question. You know, um, and like, did they even talk about being a team, you know? So like. Not in front of us. Exactly. It's so interesting. So then we go to the restaurant where Audrey comes out of her meeting and she's all bummed. And Pacey's like, see, Alex isn't so bad, right? And Audrey's like, uh, uh, dude, she fired me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like what no like what yeah you know and she's like no she fired me and pacey's like okay you go home and take the night off and like i'll talk to her and i guarantee you'll have your job back and you're like wow that's a lot making guarantees are Uh, you okay uh. so then we go back to the agent's office where he's like yelling someone on the phone on the phone and it's the assistant mayor from buffy oh okay um, and he apologizes for keeping them waiting and then like introduces himself and yeah. Oliver immediately sucks. Yeah. This office is huge <laughs> for like <Huge>. New York. <laughs> 
totally and he like looks and for at, someone who's meeting with like students right and so oliver right so oliver like you know the guy's like oh i'm whatever and like sits down with them and and oliver's like do you make that movie and i'm like yeah bitch it's a poster on the wall in his office it's so weird and then he starts like criticizing the movie and and dawson tries to pivot and like you know say something positive about it and like be like professional i guess and like you know and dawson like he you can tell like how his up how he was raised yeah you know you can see um his childhood experience of like having a professional mom and like you know yeah whatever because he like obviously wanted to think about a strategy and he Oliver didn't want to participate but he thought of his own and he has a full-on pitch you know about it and like a confidence in himself that like this is the Dawson that we like to see right you know um and like because also Oliver like keeps digging them into holes and Dawson keeps trying to pivot them out like he's pretty good yeah and like the agent starts to get to what he wants to say and like you know praises their movie and is like you know it's really good and then Oliver just interrupts and like pretends like they have a bunch of meetings like yeah and then like he starts pontificating about how Hollywood's always looking for young talent and like, we're that young talent that you need. And like the agent's like, yeah, which is why I asked you here. I know. Dawson's like horrified. <laughs> Dawson's like, shut up. Yeah. And then, and then Oliver like goes on this big rant about cutting to the chase and what it means. Mm-hmm. And like the agent just looks at Dawson and is like, is he on drugs? Like, yeah. Agent's like a total bigot about mental health. I know. Um, and pushes <laughs> but- him out of the office. And the thing is like, Jen warned Dawson about Oliver. Yeah. And Dawson didn't take it to heart. Right. You know? And, like, it's fine if Dawson wants to work with Oliver and all this stuff, but, like, he knew what he was getting into. Like, he knew that Oliver offends people. Right. And, like, and even if you tell him that, he he doesn't correct that behavior. He's not like, oh, thank you for letting me know. I'm going to develop a coping strategy for that. He just is like that. That's who I am. And you're like, well, it's so interesting, you know, (laughs) that like Dawson has been warned about this person and how offensive he is, but like still wants to enter a partnership with a creative partnership. Totally. Mm -hmm. Says a lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the the agent kicks him out and is basically like, thanks. Great to meet you. I'll, I'll have my people call your people by, you know, it's like, it's like so clear. Oliver doesn't understand what an interview is an interview everyone has the same amount of talent that's what brought you to the interview right so people are like could i work with this person yeah could i spend eight hours a day with that person or in this case like who knows how much time right. if you're making a movie with someone or yeah yeah so we go then to the dorms where Joey's like, <laughs> to Audrey, like, I told you this was going to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you said this wasn't going to happen, but I was right. And she's like, you have to come with me to this thing tonight. <laughs> she says to make it seem like less of a date. Yeah. Is it a date? She's just going to see his band play. I know. Obviously, it's a date. He's propositioning to be like, you know, okay. date her. Okay. Uh and it's just like a weird she's so she's so weird I know. And, and audrey's like well now that i'm unemployed i guess so and we just brushed by that joey yeah, doesn't, doesn't give a fuck about question. that <laughs> and she's like you know, okay so she, joey's like i feel like such a horrible person i get these boys into my web and they give up their dreams okay who are the other boys we're talking about dawson didn't give up a dream for her nor did pacey I mean, I think Pacey gave up his friendship with Dawson for her. 
Yes, I think that's true. So but, like, like, his dream of what he was going to do with his life... But like, I, I, I mean, I do think that Pacey counts in this. But we're sure. not supposed to think that. We're supposed to think both of them do. Dawson didn't give up anything for any... To come... Oh, I mean, from Boston. Oh, I see what she's saying. The thing from Boston, like, leaving L.A. Yeah, I guess. But, like, she had nothing to do with that. No, she totally did. Stop acting like that didn't happen. What? She asked Dawson to stay, and he stayed for her. She said, I don't want you to get on the plane, but then he could have left. I know, but she said her desire, yeah. and he agreed to it and stayed for her. That absolutely happened. Even though there wasn't clear communication, that's what they think happened, okay. and that is what happened. Okay. You know? I guess. Um, but so anyway, <laughs> I fucking hate this. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like it's on the one hand, like you want Joey to be talking about these things. Yeah. But you wish she, she could flatly lay out like what that means to her. Like and also talk about Pacey, too, you know, of sure. like how things de- fell apart with her and Pacey. The yeah. situation's more similar to Pacey than it is Dawson. I agree Even with though that. the show itself is, like, gonna act like it's only about Dawson. Everything's right. only about Dawson, which, like, they're not parallel whatsoever. No, I agree. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, like, and also, it's not like we get any insight from Joey about, like, how her actions cause people to do this you know like i think people have free will but like she's not clear with charlie right when charlie straight up is like i might stay for you you she's not like no yeah like why would you do that yeah (laughs) like you know so it's like she's like i keep doing this and you're like you know why you're a liar well you're not clear you don't make you don't make things clear you don't tell people how you feel you don't answer the most important question what do you want yeah because Audrey's like, well, what about your dreams? Like, and kind of asks her, like, you know, and she's like, this is my dream. And I was like, my kingdom for season five being about Joey getting this dream of Worthington and it not being what she expected. I know. That's all I have to say about it. And it's weird that she said that twice now. Like, I love it here. But like, f- for what the show has shown us of her college experience, it was a pretty horrific Professor Wilder situation. <laughs> Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? Like we haven't like it, it's similar to f- season four where we get zero joy. Yeah. But then they tell us that like the joy all comes in this season all comes from everyone else. And yeah. It's like yeah. it's like, you know, I, I think everything in life is complicated, but we haven't seen Joey have fun in college. You know, like maybe the first episode or something when they went to that party, she kind of like drank. Well, Although even, she was like, I don't I'm talking about that. That's not fun for her. Yeah. I mean, like the, she wants to be intellectually stimulated. Right. We haven't really seen that. Maybe with the Rose Lazar situation where she yeah. f- figured it out. Like maybe or when she part- got on stage and sang, she maybe had a little bit of fun. She said uh-huh. she had fun doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about her college. Ex- right. Like, right. Her, like intellectual experience. That's what we're supposed to think is what she wanted. Right. Not like the friend moments. Joey doesn't like having friends. I guess. That's yeah. not like important to her. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And Audrey's like, you should have just told him to go on the tour. And she's like, well, I tried to, but he like, just like <laughs> bailed. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you were making out. I can tell. 
And like they weren't though. They were kissing. Yeah. And Audrey says, it's hard to look at those rock hard abs and say, go, don't ever call me again. And I was like, I mean, at least someone is acknowledging this. But that's not really what's happening. Right. They're trying no, to not at all. That's what but I like, mean. It's like if that was what was happening, we yeah. would be there, but it's yeah. not. Like yeah. they we haven't even seen them like be horny for each other. So like Audrey's imagining how she would behave, not right. what Joey's doing. Right, totally. Like I don't understand the tension like for Joey other than she is uncomfortable telling people how she feels. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I also think that like that I, what I think the show is trying to do is like, because Joey's the quote unquote good girl. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that means like, she doesn't want to fuck unless she's like deeply in love with you. And even then, yeah, yeah, you know, and they're like, well, she would have to get to know him so well before yeah. she would ever do this. And it's like, you could, I mean, it's like, it's so exhausting. It's it like, really is. she's like 19 and she, and it's not her first time. So like, not that that's like, means it's not a little bit nerve wracking, but like to be that person who know, wants to be in love with someone and like, you know, yeah. wants that in order to have sex. But that doesn't mean you're not horny. Well, and, but it also like show us then put her potentially falling in love with Charlie right. or like what that looks like to her when it isn't someone who's known her her whole life. Right. You know what I mean? Like totally. if that's what they're trying to make Joey's character to be, it's totally fine. You can have your own boundaries with who you have sex with. Sure. But like, what are they showing us right now? It's really unclear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause then she goes on to say that she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. And then she's like, you know, how do you tell someone who's so into you that you're not as into them? And like, she says, I'm not ready to be anyone's girlfriend and I don't want anyone to change their life for me. Yeah. And like, my thing is like finally a scene where Joey says what she feels. Exactly. You know? But like now if we could only get it about Dawson or Pacey or Jen, I would be really excited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, this is a scene I've been begging for, but it's just like, I don't care about Charlie. Right. Like I would, it would, even if it was professor Wilder, I'd be like, okay, great. Yeah. You know, and I At fucking least we know hate what that your creep, fucking feelings you know? are. Yeah. But like Charlie, like it just, it doesn't make sense whatsoever that this situation's even happening. Agreed. And I honestly, I maintain, and I know you do too. She's only with Charlie to fuck with Jen. Yeah. She, she kissed him the first time right after she found out that Jen Dawson and, and Dawson, they were sleeping mm-hmm. together. And then she kind of flat out said it last episode Yeah, that she's with Charlie to get back at Jen. Yeah. So this is the premise of this relationship is already fucking twisted. And like Charlie yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. I don't care. Like I just it's hard to care about this. I agree. And it sucks again that we're getting the scene that I've been begging for <laughs> for like five seasons right, now. Right. But like about a total scumbag that you cannot care about. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like come on. I was saying I was a, I was hanging out with a friend last night and I was like you know, to, kind of telling him, like, um, so just, like, talking to him a little bit about mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, you know, it's so funny to talk about this show because, like, part of the problem is that they get so close. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it makes it so frustrating. Because yeah. it's, like, when it's, a mi- when it's a mile away from being good, yeah, you're yeah. like, fine, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But, like, when you're, like, it's so close to what we want and just, like, not quite there. Yeah. That's, like, the, it's, I mean, it's fun to talk about, but it's also frustrating as hell. Yeah, because, I mean, don't you wish this scene was, like, 
I mean, about anyone else, but like it would have been like if they want to break up Audrey and Pacey, what if Joey's the wedge? What if she's talking to Audrey about like, I don't know, like I know I said I was cool with y'all dating, but I'm not. And like, I feel so conflicted and like da 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 or whatever. Or even she was like, if she's like, this thing is happening with some other guy mm-hmm. and she's like telling Audrey basically like comparing that guy to Pacey yeah. to Audrey and like Audrey finally like kind of hears the the depths to their relationship uh-huh. yeah exactly yeah, like and knows that like maybe there's unfinished business between right you know joey and pacey totally and that like or like at least maybe from audrey's point of view she feels like she's just like a stepping oh, stone yeah. like a rebound yeah for them to get back together totally yeah and she's like you know joey tells audrey that he said she, he wanted to be a person of substance and audrey's like oh this is a lot worse than, than what we're talking about <laughs> So then we go to civilization and listen, Alex walks into the kitchen during the dinner rush and starts talking up to Pacey about what the ordering policies of the different foods are. And I'm like, never in a million years. Well, and it just, it doesn't make any sense. No. Why is she talking to Pacey about this? He didn't order the food. (laughs) And And is that like what he's taking over? Like, I guess we don't really know what the job description is. What his promotion is? Yeah, of his promotion. And like, we don't really know what the chef does at Civilization. Because it seems like they have a lot of responsibilities that like, frankly, I feel are reserved for the manager. Uh Uh-huh. Like an Alex type. Yeah. But like, okay, just go with it, you know? Totally. Because Pacey's like... He starts to argue for Audrey's job Mm -hmm. in the middle of this dinner rush. Yeah. Don't know why. Okay. And like, and then of course, right then some chef plows into Alex and she gets pushed right into Pacey and they kind of have this moment. (laughs) And she's like, this isn't the time to talk about Audrey. Like there's food and customers and she's like, you know, whatever. And I was just like, oh, this is so, it's so contrived. Yes. And it's so stupid. So, and because Joshua Jackson clearly isn't acting it, like he's tempted. Yeah. Like he's making a different choice than what the writers want. Yeah. Like, I think the writers want him to be like tempted by her and into it. Yeah. But he's like, no, no, it, it just feels exclusively fucked up. Totally. Totally. We're going to get into that more later. Mm-hmm. So we go to the parking lot on the way to Dawson's car and Dawson basically starts yelling at all Yelling. <laughs> yeah, oh like... my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like what is the deal with this partnership? Yeah, like, totally. you know, like this is the kind of partnership you want. And, and it's hard because like I, we didn't see Dawson yell with Jen, you know? Yeah. So we just saw him be this like calmer, like chiller person like a better person to be honest and like you know the breakup with jen just leads to like him being back to like angry dawson yeah totally and like oliver you know oliver's like i was just trying not to have like long silences or whatever and he's like you know next time it's gonna be great like we're gonna you know it'll be great and Dawson's like pretty realistic and he's like what do you mean next time yeah we emailed six or we contacted like 60 people is the only person that reached out you know and like you know Oliver's like I'm not gonna pretend to be something I'm not but like next time I'll you know be a Hollywood brown noser and it's such an interesting binary about authenticity Uh you know and I think that this is a common feeling that people have about a perceived industry that is like scarce Mm -hmm. that there's like a binary of like oh either you're a kiss ass or you're authentic and it's like okay going with that premise you've created (laughs) oliver authentic you is an asshole yeah 
you know? Uh-huh, I do <laughs> So, know. like, is that what you're trying to say? You know, it's like, let's scope this out, Oliver. Um, and, like, being in L.A., you kind of get this vibe of, oh. like, you know, people... Cr- creating this situation that is of a, of a prison of their own making to be honest totally and like honestly like people really just want to work with people that are f- nice to work with yeah that's what i'm saying is the point of an interview is like you want to see if you can collaborate and if people are good communicators you have similar yeah. and like in a work you're going to spend so many hours with someone you're like will this what's yeah. this vibe yeah totally you know yeah and the only way that people get around that in hollywood is if they have had like amazing success yeah and then they can be assholes Mm -hmm. but like if you're like a kid out of college and you come in and are an asshole like that's not he better have intense nepotism to behave like that yeah exactly yeah and it doesn't seem like oliver does no but also i do want to say i get dawson's frustration in this moment but also like you're a freshman in college like go make more movies and like (laughs) it'll be okay (laughs) yeah it's like you know because again like i've been begging for this friendship moment of audrey and joey explaining her feelings dawson doesn't have any friends but like you wish that we could have get like a moment of him and jack maybe where he's talking about his feelings yeah of like you know even if it was like something compelling like yeah joey said like my dad would be so proud of me about this meeting and and oliver totally fucked it up you yeah, know and, yeah. like like that confliction yeah where we could like kind of get like a sensitive moment about like why he's saying this is like make or break it it's he's 18 right you know totally so Oliver or Dawson's like, maybe his partnership was a bad idea. And like Oliver's then like super hurt. Like, you don't want to work with me anymore. And he's like, I mean, no, like, look what you just yeah. did. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I didn't think this meeting was going to change our lives, but like, I hoped it would go better than that. Yeah. And Oliver's like, well, I wanted that too. But like, shouldn't we just like go back to Boston and work on our next project? And like, maybe we'll get another chance. It's interesting to watch Dawson be so clear with Oliver, so clear with Jen, so clear with Jack. And then every time he's on screen with Joey, we're like, what the fuck just happened? What are they talking yeah, about? Exactly. What was that? Yeah. Like we haven't was had any English? clarity still about Florida. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the only Oliver is going to mention that Florida even happened. Like Joey, does I mean, Joey even I'm, know? I'm going to, I have questions about it. They're yeah. coming. So Dawson's like, you know, he, He's like, Oliver, you're being naive, you know? And then Oliver's like, I'm being naive? You're the one. What about you driving to Florida to fulfill your romantic destiny? Which, like, I love this, but also Oliver suggested it. I was like, am I on drugs? You, like, basically strong-armed him into doing it. (laughs) That was your idea. You wrote an ending, even though you're bad at writing endings, and you forced Dawson to drive 26 hours. Like, (laughs) spend, like... (laughs) how long to go to florida to not have anything come from it it's like you know so fucking fascinating right and also there's the part of me that was like how the tables have turned that like dawson's not the naive one that's like you know whatever and like he says this is different and oliver's like yeah i'm gonna take the train home and like walks away (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> but like Dawson yells a lot during that scene. Yeah, I was like actually kind of shocked where I was like, Whoa. well, because we haven't seen him behave like that this a, season, yeah, you yeah. know? And like, 
I do. I like that's one of the reasons why I like him with Jen because he's a better person. Yeah, he's not yelling at people. Yeah, like he's totally soft. Even and when like, he was dealing with Oliver being wild, he was like frustrated but yeah. not yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we go to the concert, and Charlie and his band are supposed to be playing "I Want to Be Sedated" by the Ramones, uh, but they dubbed it a new song, which, like you can tell, the lips are that's off. So funny. So Audrey and Joey's down and they're like, Joey's like, this is depressing. I can't even have a fling properly, which I, that did make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, this was supposed to be fun and like carefree. Well, obviously she can't have a fling. She like didn't fuck him. She wanted to like get to know about his scars from <laughs> when he was seven. Yeah, totally. Like what kind that's of. That's not fl- a fling. <laughs> what is that? That's not. Yeah, that's not a fucking fling, Joey. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, you're right. You can't have a fling right because you know why you have to define what fling means to you. Yeah. Like, obviously, you think it means deep and mind-bending conversations where, like, you maybe kiss, no tongue. Yeah, no tongue. (laughs) And Audrey's just like, Joe, dump him, break his heart, get him on the tour bus. And she's like, how do I go about breaking someone's heart? And then Audrey is like, like, please. Like, you've never done that. And then immediately walks in Pacey. Right. Yeah. Joey says not intentionally. And yeah, then Paisley walks in and sits down and, (laughs) and he's like, I didn't get your job yet. Like I'm going to do it. It wasn't the right time during the dinner rush. I'll do it tomorrow. And he's like, I can be charming and persuasive when I need to be. And I was like, yeah, we know. (laughs) Yeah. And they start talking about Alex and her age and, and Paisley's like, she's not that old. And again, I think the writers wanted there to be conflict for Pacey that with that line to me indicates that but like you can tell Joshua Jackson's like no I'm not doing that that's not who the character Pacey is right and because Audrey's like she's hot and like you know but she's like like older and you know he's super old and then and then Joey's like she is and then you know Pacey's like she's not that old and Audrey's like older than us yeah but she's like you're right not Graham's age you know um but yeah you can tell that like they wanted it to be like he's into her right no but like Joshua Jackson's like hard pass I'm not doing that you know which again is like you wish Katie Holmes had built a better character yeah, sure. So the band finishes and Pacey's like, I'm sorry, remind me like what we're doing. Why are here we again? here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Audrey's like, we're lending moral support. Like, you know, Joey says that Joey like needs to get Charlie to go on tour with his band. And Pacey's like, oh, so another chapter in the love life of Joey Potter comes to an end. And she's like, no, like Audrey's basically like Charlie's band's going on tour, but Charlie's decided to stay. Uh-huh. And Joey's like, for many reasons. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, she's had that exact same conversation with Pacey about Dawson. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I, it's so fucking stupid, you right. know? Because she's lying yeah, she, to Pacey, even though she knows he's staying for her. He flat out said it. In and Boston, she yeah. admitted that yeah. to Audrey two scenes ago. Right. No, totally. And like, Audrey tells Pacey that like Charlie's smitten with Joey. Like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, really? Like, oh. And he's like, not that I blame. Like, I'm not, you know, get it. I understand. It's stupid. Pacey gave her location last episode. I agree. And he's acting like, oh, what? This is weird that she he's into you. And then Audrey's like, the fact that he's even there is total bullshit. I agree. And then Audrey's like, because we're going to get a. Like, we kind of low-key get a double date, like, 
barely between yeah. Joey and Charlie and Pacey and Audrey. Yeah. And we never got that with Dawson and Jen. I know. Or Jen and Charlie for that matter. Yeah. You know, like it's so fucking weird that Pacey and is going on a double date with Joey. <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. Like my thing is like Audrey and Joey are best friends. So like he comes. No, I totally you know. understand, of course. But, but from the show standpoint, this is what all the fans are saying. Is yeah. Like, what? This doesn't make any no, sense. No, totally. Totally. I get that. And Audrey's like, hang tight. I got, I've got an idea. <laughs> I've got this under control. Just play along. <laughs> and Charlie comes up and he's like, so I'm no longer a, a member of. Did you catch the name uh, of the band? Aggressive Mediocrity. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's a great name <laughs> and Audrey's like, just like out of nowhere, is like, I will not be made a fool of. Like, she just totally starts like going kind of wild. And everyone's like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Like looking at her like, like huh? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you've been... Joey and Pacey have been sleeping together for three months now. And both of them are like, what? What? <laughs> no. And Audrey, like, makes the eyes, like, come on, like, play along. Yeah, play yeah, along. yeah, totally. I'm like, helping you. Yeah. And she's like, I bet Charlie has an opinion on that subject or something like that. And, jo- and Joey's like, uh, okay. Like, uh. uh. And Audrey's like, and you still have feelings for Pacey. And now that you've seen us together, you know what a f- fantastic male specimen he is. <laughs> Joey's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, again, it's hard to be there with them because Pacey and Joey, like. I mean, and because Katie Holmes and Josh Jackson have the chemistry that they have. Yeah. like That, like, even in the scene that, like, last week last week when like you hated that scene but like they have great chemistry in yeah. that scene i mean you just see the connection between the two of them even when he's like i get it another guy falling in love with you like yeah. they have like such a connection that like totally is more than friends you so know so that when they den- if they ever deny on top it, of that like- we lived through their romance yeah. so like we can't act like that didn't happen and it as people their age when we're watching this show you're like that would never Mm-mm. never i would never be in this situation no. like friendly sure but like what yeah oh no. my god and so joey stands up and audrey's there and they start like slap fighting <laughs> yeah because audrey like smacks her in the shoulder and is like i'm gonna fight for him or something yeah. like that and they're like what and yeah and they get in the slap fight and then and it gets, like, gets a in the little middle. too real. To well, me. because they both are like, that fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? But instead of being like, that hurt and stopping, like, they keep going at it. Yeah. It's so weird. And Pacey then gets in the middle of it and looks at Charlie like, you gonna help? Like, yeah. Like, you gonna jump in here? And he's and like... Charlie says, Audrey needs med. So it's like two times in this episode, oh, they're yeah, like well. shaming people. Sure. And then Pacey calls them both crazy. Yeah. And Charlie's like, is this a private joke or something? And like, PC is like, calls them Lucy and Ethel. Yeah. And then he's like, tell the young man what's going on because yeah. I don't really know, yeah. you know, how to tell him. And he's like, and Joey and I are not getting back together. Yeah. <laughs> and Audrey's like, kind of like, sorry, I tried. Like, and she's like, you know, you tell him what's up, kind yeah. of, and we're going to go. And, you know, she, he's like, well, are, like, are you and Pacey back together? And she's like, no. Like, yeah. She's like, we're not getting back together. And then Joey's like, look, if you're staying because of me, don't. Right. You like, you have to go on this tour. 
And like, you're going to regret it if you don't. Yeah. Which is totally fair. And something like, you know, she should learn how to say to other people too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, I like this journey for her. Like, again, I don't give a fuck about Charlie and I like, even her confliction feels authentic to the character of Joey. So like, I like that she flatly got it out there. If like, you're saying for me, don't. don't. You know, and I also like that she doesn't say like, we can try to make it work long distance yeah. because you in that moment get the vibe where she's like, I totally misled this person, which she needs to admit about herself. Sure. She misleads Dawson on the rig. Sure. You know, sure. So she needs to admit when she does that. Sure. Um, And, you know, Charlie gets really smarmy. And so then it's like yeah, hard to like give any fucks that I didn't I even have about this. I already didn't care. Yeah. Cause she's like, or he goes like, that's a lot to do to break up with a guy. And she says, would you have responded to anything less? And then he says, probably not. And I was like, <laughs> and Joey's like, look, if I wasn't in the picture, would you have considered not going on tour? Which is fair yeah. for her to say. And he says, no. And she's yeah. like, exactly. Like, you yeah. know, and he's he's just like, you know, this doesn't feel great. And she's like, no. And like, but also like missing a huge opportunity because some girl asked you to is not going to feel great either. And he's like, well, you didn't ask. You didn't ask me to stay. So yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's kind of like, no, I didn't. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he leaves. And I mean, like, I don't know. I, I this part I do like for mm-hmm. Joey, totally. where it's like she, you can tell she feels bad. And mm-hmm. it's like, girl, sometimes you have to. Yeah. Like you can be nice about saying, well, she no. prioritized like Dawson not getting her at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. He still fucking got hurt. Right. You know, like she this is a lesson she's needed to learn for like her whole life of like, I don't want them to get hurt. And it's like, well, you're hurt and then they're still going to be hurt. So right. like you can't live your life like that. No. You know, um, you can't you can't. It's it's like not even possible. So like you need to eliminate that as an option. Right. Um, there's a way to like make people feel less hurt. And like, well, you know, because if she had like let him stay, he would have been totally hurt. So she's, you know, like, this is a real growth moment for her. I agree. And there's a way in which you can say, like, look, this is not what I want. That's not what I want. And I understand that you're going to be hurt. And I'm, you know, I don't, I don't want you to be hurt. But also, like, I need to just be true to myself and true to my wants and needs. And like, yeah, or just like, you know, again, like I maintain about Professor Wilder, she thought a relationship was on the table when it wasn't. He was just going to fuck her and then literally ruin her life, you know, Um, and Charlie thought a relationship was on the table because that's like what Joey's vibe is, you know? And she was like, Ooh, actually it wasn't, you know, which is part of her learning curve for dating. Right. Of like, sometimes you're just like, I want to make out with you and talk to you about my scars. And then I kind of don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to the, the agent's office again and Dawson has like waited for him all day yeah. and like kind of begs for another chance yeah and he and dawson says this thing where he's like you know your job is to bet on who you think is going to be a success and i'm telling you you should bet on us mm-hmm. and the agent like asked dawson how old he is and he's like 19 and the guy's like you know life feels this desperate for you at 19 and i was like bro <laughs> <laughs> that's all life feels at 19 yeah definitely <laughs> yeah and you know 
Dawson's just like, like my life has been wild this year yeah <laughs> and he's like you know life is chances that you never get back sometimes and mm-hmm. he's like yeah that's you know the audition's kind of like okay and he goes look send me your next project and i can make and like i'll make some phone calls about this one and mm-hmm. see, see and see if i can get someone to look at it and kind of like you know it's not like a big promise but like yeah it's like you know okay and he does say like this teenage crap isn't something you can fake when you're older yeah <laughs> which i always feel like all those lines are like a wink from the writers yeah, like we know yeah. we, we haven't, we, <laughs> we've dropped the ball in some of these yeah. arenas yes exactly so we go then to audrey and joey's and they're both asleep in their beds the next morning and we hear someone playing cheap tricks i want you to want it's me it's so weird and audrey's like what is that what the <laughs> like, f- she's like it sounds like a cat is dying yeah <laughs> i do you remember there used to be a guy who used to play weezer's the sweater song in our like little quad all the time i only remember as someone outside of my room playing the didgeridoo all oh, the time oh god UC Santa Cruz is gonna UC Santa Cruz seriously like literally because there remember there was like a kind of mini like you know big area in front of my room yeah yeah like because that was where the stairs were from the yeah you know and all the time yeah fucking didgeridooing didgeridoo yeah I just remember a guy playing the sweater song but your room faced the quad I know my room faced the quad yeah I know Anyway, so Audrey's like got the greatest pajamas on, I must say, <laughs> and um, she, they're satin and like look super comfy. And she's complaining about the noise, and Joey like goes to the window, and then they both see Aud- or Charlie sitting on a trash can singing. It's so weird, and he has a guitar, and uh, Audrey's like, "Is this a romantic?" Yeah, and Joey is so unimpressed. <laughs> Yeah, she's just, like look he's the, out that, of tune i know she, like from joey's standpoint she's like did i tell you someone bought me a wall yeah <laughs> this is someone who you're currently dating <laughs> yeah bought me a wall yeah i know romance bitch um, and this is not it <laughs> okay <laughs> some dude who's bad at the guitar and singing singing this song to me is not cute um and you know she's like it's like those movies where like you want to meet him you make him want to be a better man and i was like god i hate that narrative i know <laughs> oh my god and hate like the, you wish joey in these moments could like really give an authentic answer where she's like i don't want that i want people to be the people they want to be yeah you know and i like i feel this where it's like this idea of like you make people want to be better and you're like well i'm not asking for that okay and yeah. also like that's fine like I know in myself like I definitely like demand people like be the best person they want to be but like that's because I want that for them not because they want to do it for me I want that like for them to live their best life you know yeah um it's not a favor for me right (laughs) and you know joey's kind of like being snarky and is like it wouldn't it be better if i like wanted to make him a better guitar player yeah people have to like hear it and audrey's just like you are so negative and then he's like she's like go out there come on yeah definitely and you know she does yeah and they they sort of talk you're gonna wake up the whole campus and it's like yes that's true and he says he's like busking for change but that made me laugh yeah and she's like look i'm glad you're going on tour yeah you know? and he's like look i'll never be as smart as you but i'll be a person of substance and it's like you know 
again, Charlie, fuck this guy, whatever. But like, you know, it's hard because uh, this is kind of like what happened with Pacey. This like he was so insecure about his like, you know, academic success. Yeah. But like he wanted to be like a good person, you know. And so he even in this season, he's like proving himself like, oh, I'm not going to be worthless. I'm not going to be nothing. I'm going to be a person of substance, you know. And like, I don't know. It's just like this story. Like, I feel like so much of this, what we're getting with her and Charlie is just what I wish could have happened this season with her, like coming to terms with what happened with her and Pacey. Yeah, totally. Totally. And like, cause she, I mean, I agree. I wish, I wish this was a, with a different person. I would be fully on board with this story. Totally. With a different person. Yeah. Cause she's like, you know, he says, Oh, when I, when I become a person of substance, I'll come find you. And she's like, you know, I'd like that. And he's like, you wouldn't slam the door in my face. And she says, no, I, you know, and it's never been about you being insubstantial. It's been about you making a major life decision based on a whirlwind romance, mm-hmm. which I think is a great line. Like, mm-hmm you know you're not insubstantial like also like we don't we're not on that level that you were going to totally give up this opportunity for me totally and she and charlie says whirlwind romances are the best the infatuation the mystery and the thrill of the chase and joey's like yeah but that's not real mm-hmm. which is so true I and know, like yeah. she's like that doesn't last you can't build your life on it and like you know he kisses her and it was like i had a really good time yeah and like again w- like on paper we could care that's what i'm saying i love it i actually love it because she's like i had a really good time too yeah and like he's you like know, i'm gonna disappear into the sunset and she's like well sunrise, sunrise. <laughs> yeah and then they kiss again and you're like yeah i mean like this is well written and like dawson's creek like uh, you know like a good dawson's creek moment yeah but like charlie bra right and she watches him walk away. She's supposed to watch him walk away to Alanis Morissette's hands clean. Oh, wow. But they cut it, which is a fucking crime. Yeah. And, like, my, I mean, yeah, my note is just, like, I would have loved to see this with anyone else but Charlie. Mm-hmm. I think Joey having a fling, I mean, I wish she would have had sex with him, too. Yeah. But Joey having a fling, like, something needed to end without being this big life-altering moment. Yeah. Like, she needed a relationship to end and not, like, blow up her entire fucking and life. she also needed to be in a relationship that wasn't life-altering. Right. You know, that was just, like... A fun time. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're allowed to have those. Yeah, and also she needs to learn to not put so much pressure onto a relationship. That it is the end-all, life-altering situation. Right. Because, like, that isn't fair to the person she's with. Totally. You know? And I, like, once again will state that I hate that this show has to give this fuck you to Jen while doing this story. Right? Totally. Like, because I think Joey needed it so badly. And it's it stings and makes me hate it that it's a fuck it's. A, yeah, it functions as a fuck you to Jen Lindley. Without a doubt. There's no way you can retcon this in your mind other than, no. like, you know, the show's like, Jen is a fucking slut. She will never be happy. And you're but like, like, from what I see, like, Jen and Charlie had the kind of relationship that you want Joey and, Char- like, you're trying to make me think that Joey and Charlie had until yeah. the very moment where they, yeah, yeah he yeah. cheats on her. Totally. So we go then to Civilization, mm-hmm. where Pacey goes into Alex's office to ask about Audrey, and it's, like, pretty cute. Like, he takes off his hat. He's, like, very, like, 
he takes off his hat he's like "Uh uh-huh hey like i want to finish the conversation and alex just tells him last hired first fired and that's it was like nothing personal yeah which totally makes sense sense. yeah (laughs) Yeah. and And pacey's like oh you're running this business by adage and it's like well actually that's like legal too yeah (laughs) and you know he's she asked him to help she asks him to help her hang something up and then is like, wait, wait, wait. Like, I don't know if I want to hang things before I get to, settled. Yeah. yeah. To put something on the wall if you don't know if you're going to stay there. Totally. And and he kind of like is like, OK, like he's trying to be helpful, but then is like trying to get his point across. Where yeah. He's like, I would really appreciate if you would give Audrey one more chance. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, your girlfriend, Audrey. And he's like, yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then she asks him how old he is. he's like 19 and she's like oh you seem older and he's like i'm not yeah which i was like bravo i know seriously and And like growth from him like he was raped when he was 15 so like because he thought he was so much older and more mature right right. like you know i'm not blaming him for no 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 totally but totally and she's like isn't that young to be settling down and he's like well i don't don't know she's just my girlfriend like i don't know if we're settled down (laughs) Like, that's not what's happening here. And then, like, out of nowhere, she kisses him. Yep. She says it's a shame there are no adorable single men left in this town. And then kisses him. I'm like, bitch, what? Oh, my God. Like, first of all, she's got to be, like, 30. Yeah. At the very youngest. Totally. Right? Totally. And, like, I'm like, when, so I'm 37. Right. You, but... At 30, you couldn't pay me to be around a 19-year-old. For me now, it's like the only time I'll be around a 19-year-old is if one of my friends has a 19-year-old. And like all of that aside, it's weird because again, like civilization is supposed to be like a fancy-ish restaurant. Like she is one of the investors. So she's like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like weird. Like this, like she has a vested interest in the success of this business and to protect the liability of this business. Yeah. So she's just going to kiss someone against their will that like is 19. Right. Like that is a big, like that is a potential liability for the business. Sure. And she has like a vested interest in, in the expansion and, you know, of this business. So like, it's like, it comes out of nowhere. I mean, Agreed. other than the way that they've been writing her character and Pacey the whole time. But you're like, I don't know what, like, again, I think that they wanted Pacey to act it differently. And, yeah. and Joshua Jackson's like hard nope. pass, like no way. Right. Cause like, he's like, he stops her kiss and he's like, I don't think he's visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. But he's like nice. To, I mean, he's so, he's like, I think we got our wires crossed. Like, like, I and she's like I don't think so and he's like no we did it's late I should go (laughs) I've told you multiple times I have a girlfriend and I didn't no no and she's like are you sure and he's like yeah I should leave yeah and there's a part of me that like I do think it's an interesting story to have uh like a younger male employee being sexually harassed by an older female boss like we just don't see that that often Mm -hmm. and i'm like i think there's a way you can do this that's like i mean if you're gonna you have to first and foremost agree that you have a responsibility to call it sexual harassment a hundred (laughs) percent that's the bare men yeah (laughs) yeah exactly Um, and there's another part of me that looks at someone, an actor like Sherilyn Fenn. And I'm like, I wish you got better material because like, she's great. 
And she's like, this is feels like the teen soap version of her character from Twin Peaks that's like a little bit older, right? Like her character on Twin Peaks, Audrey, like is a little bit like this. Mm-hmm. And like I I think that she could have just brought such a nuance to a character like this if you had let her like be anyone but I mean this wild ass character. If they want if you wrote, this wrote story to happen, you can't have it all in one episode yeah it has to go slowly yeah totally like maybe if the next episode this happens so we could see like a history of abuse yeah. and like and a history of pacey's feelings on it you yeah. know like where he's like the whole time being like i have a girlfriend no no i'm not interested i'm not interested then you, you could you know you build towards it yeah well it's funny because i you know i knew she was coming mm-hmm. and i had i didn't think it was like in episode 20 I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't... I remembered it being earlier in the season. Oh, And, like, lasting longer. No, I definitely remember it coming out of nowhere and, like, not making any sense. And, like, there being some wild-ass shit that goes down that, like, has no stakes, but they play it like stakes. And you're like, what? No, totally. It's about to get... It's about to go off. So, for the last scene, we go to Grams' house. And Dawson's, like, walking up in the... The fr- to the front door or out the front door yeah, and, and Joey, Joey walks, walks up. up she's in a why why she, she says I know but it's just like it's so weird because like does she know that Dawson went to Florida right that's the question that doesn't get answered because he says he was going out to get food and she's like oh like I was coming to see how your meeting was mm-hmm. and so yeah and, and he mentions that Grams is busy with Clifton Smalls so we know that's still going on totally good for Grams and she's like yeah he she's like I wanted to know how your meeting was and it's like you know Joey I was like okay so does she know he came to Florida she knows his meeting got rescheduled which would imply that she knows he came to Florida well she doesn't necessarily know it got rescheduled because she just got back from Florida so this would be her time to talk to him about it. I guess yeah yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. But we don't we get no clarity. No. Yeah. And they have this whole thing. At one point, he's like, oh, I might have an agent. And yeah. she's like super stoked for super him. Super stoked. And it's like, OK, wait, what happened last episode? Like, right. I don't know. Like, because they like totally sold us on like this whole like long, complicated Dawson Joey storyline and like, right. this grand gesture that, you know, Dawson was going to say now's the time we're gonna be together and then we're just back to them being like friends and like I don't know even in that like you know montage of their relationship he says to her to remind us it's too hard to be your friend like he said to her in this season and like when did like that change and it's fine that that changed, that he's willing to be her friend again. But when? When did that, like, shift in him? When, like, wasn't she pained by him saying that to her? When did she forgive him for, like, allowing her back in? You know what I mean? Like, wh- It honestly seems like Downtown Crossing is when that changed. Which I hate to say out mm. loud, but, like, it does seem like that's when it Where changed. Where he was like, I could lose you, yeah. so I, I need you as my friend. <laughs> okay. I mean, as yeah and so they go off to like have dinner yeah, she, together yeah she's like oh can i 
can I go get food with you? And he's like, yeah, how was your week? Yeah. And he's like, she's like, oh, nothing happened. Just broke some hearts and started a bar fight. <laughs> and it's like, you know, again, like it's hard to be sold on this friendship because like, is she really going to delve into what happened with Charlie with him? I, d- I doubt it. You know? And it's so- not like, I mean, he has like multiple layers of like, you know, Charlie is his ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend yeah. like, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of layers there. Totally. <laughs> and also he just went to go profess his love to her a few days ago. Right. So like, is he going to catch her up on that? Right. I mean, I don't know. And they do have this one line where she's like, after he says the thing about small, like Graham's being with Mr. Smalls. Yeah. Joey says, I guess love does funny things to people. And Dawson just gives her this look like, yep, it sure does. And I was like, what? What does that mean? Yet again, I am left after this Joey and Dawson interaction with like absolutely no idea what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And also like, like, what are we supposed to be rooting for for them? Yeah. Like at this point, it's like, oh, man, at the end of the day, she just goes back to her best friend, Dawson, which like fine if, that's fine if yeah. that's what they want but the back and forth of like no it's their soulmate there should be together it's her best friend yeah. like that part is just like oh my god yeah totally just decide already totally you know yeah i do know <laughs> i do know <laughs> so who are you rooting for um i'm rooting for pacey and audrey in their respective like to to get what they want and yeah. need. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pacey's being assaulted, so you I'm know, rooting for him to get out of that situation. Like that's so that sucks because like he ne- he said he needs this job, so he's in a position where like he can't leave. Right. And also like this is what's validating him this season is that yeah. like he's found something that he likes to do and that he's seemingly good at, which is something he never thought would happen if he didn't go to college. Yeah. So like a lot is you know weighing on this restaurant and he thought he found a mentor in danny so like you know to then have like out of the blue someone come in and then like assault him is like yeah real fucked up totally i mean i'm rooting for jen i'm rooting for jen and jack (laughs) hope they're off somewhere having a great time seriously i mean and and mr smalls hope you're all still be sick or something i don't know but like jack got such like he got the best storyline of last episode and we're not like we don't have a continuation of that totally you know so that's really hard okay from our listener corner this is from jennifer Mm. i wanted to comment on this dawson jen relationship breakup and how it reflects pacey joey relationship breakup Mm. not in a good way of course i believe that both jen and pacey had to break up with dawson and joey so that dawson and joey could come out unscathed in season four pacey is thrown under this a speeding bus throughout (laughs) so much of the season but especially with the hell on earth episode promicide Mm. dawson and jen is clearly less dramatic but jen has to feel it's time to go why Oh my God, don't you know it's Dawson and Joey's time? Look at all these drawings from art, Joey. <laughs> I mean, season five, Joey is basically a Barbie doll on the sh- from the show's vantage point. She does it all. Sing, draw, flirt. I don't even know. Isn't she amazing? In television without pity terms, it was called the it. 
Joey has it and her it is so apparent in the college years. Instead of Joey's Creek, it's really it's Creek. <laughs> also, notice who Dawson and Joey lose their precious virginity to. Oh my god, the sexually experienced ones, aka sluts of Capeside. Dawson is 18 and he needed to lose it. Here comes Jen. Yeah. How the opposite of sweet. I mean, agreed. And I think like I I feel like that's true. That does feel like what the show was doing. Mm-hmm. Is like they can't Joey can't possibly break up with Pacey. Mm-hmm. Jen can't or Dawson can't possibly break up with Jen. Mm-hmm. My 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 problem with both of those breakups is not that the breakups happen. Mm-hmm. It's that I would I would actually be pissed if the breakups didn't happen at some point because they're young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I mean, y- Pacey and up. Joey definitely needed to break up in season four. It's not to say Dawson and Jen don't, don't need a breakup. We just like we didn't see enough of their relationship to feel it, you know. And we didn't see it came like, out of nowhere that yeah, they it ended. Did. It, you it know? came out of nowhere. It seems like they broke up f- for Dawson to come to Florida, and then as we've seen in this episode. And then what? I nothing know, happened. for nothing, for no reason. For no reason. So, like, you know, it's like, why can't, like, it would have been such a better storyline to have Jen involved in that. Yeah. It would have been such a better storyline. It would have been such, so, I mean, as heartbreaking as Joey and Pacey breaking up is, mm-hmm. it's even more heartbreaking if they have to break up because, like, he's got a job on a boat for, and, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't, and she's going to college and, like, Mm-hmm. it's like not that we don't love each other right totally you know yeah or if like she's mad at him for choosing to go on the boat and not go to like a community college or something like that yeah and they break up for, and like, they break up that or that reason. he's like i i think that you're like i think that you're gonna do so amazing at worthington and i don't want to hold you back and i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm breaking up with you for that reason like right. to me that's that's so much more painful Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's so much more real Totally. because like, you know, by the time they break up, you're like, these people need to break up. Yeah. 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 Whereas like, but I like, I agree with what Jennifer is saying is that like Joey and Dawson aren't the ones that end it with, you know, Jen and Pacey because the show's like, no, they're perfect. (laughs) And obviously Pacey and Jen are damaged. And so they're going to be the ones who do break up with a perfect person. Totally. And I think that when the show, slates both Dawson and Joey in those ways I think that's when the show becomes boring those storylines with those people become boring and then like the it factor of it all about Joey which I totally feel and in even especially in this episode you know and like if they wanted to write it like that that's fine but it would have been more compelling if we saw how like again how she goes to college and she's like popular yeah like what if we got that story where everyone's like she does it all joey she's amazing you know and she's like wait a minute what like i'm little joey potter the person who like everyone hated and talked shit on my family and like just how weird that would feel for her to be in this position you know and like her and audrey are like queen bees of worthington (laughs) you know and like what that means to her and her the way in which she identifies herself, her personal identity, you know? Yeah. Like, then we could have at least had, like, a better story of it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of it just being like, she sings, she draws, she's a writer. Everyone <laughs> yeah. wants to fuck her. And you're like... But she won't fuck anyone because she's got... She's a good girl, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so watching that is... It's truly difficult. Agreed. You know? And it, it's just, like... It's because it's not nuanced. 
And like, uh, it's unbelievable. Agreed. Because Joey is so messy. Like, sure, she's hot, but so's Jen. So's Audrey. So like, it's really not enough to be like, she's hot. Well, and she gets to be messy. And isn't that so much more interesting if you embrace the mess of this character? Mm Mm-hmm. That's why we like her in the first place. So why are you like getting rid of that yeah, or trying to sell we're me messy, on something? We're messy. We're complicated. Right. Like it's yeah. hard to be a teenager and she's still a teenager. You know, yeah. you make these wild choices and like you don't know how your actions affect people. And like, you know, that's one of the beauties and difficulties of going to college is that like no one knows you. So then they also like don't know what your, your vibe is or your, what your vibe is. you yeah. know and like you haven't spent 18 years talk like and they talking about them they can't like read your facial expressions they don't know like what you're really saying and they can't give you the benefit of the doubt that like this thing that was hurtful like you weren't meaning for it to be hurtful right. because like how the fuck do i know yeah how do i know if you're a good person or not you know what I mean? or just like not even a good or bad person because i feel like there are very few bad people are good people you right. know like i i don't really believe in that as a concept although yeah. i'll i'll give you a few bad people that yeah. are just plain bad um <laughs> but like but i think that like you know i don't know that your intention i don't know what your intentions are when i don't like if i've known you for 20 years i'm like okay you said something that i think you didn't intend to be like that right, well but, you have more um stake in your friendship with a person you've yeah. known for that long if it's just someone you've known for a few weeks you're seven like, months fuck, you're just bitch? like fuck off <laughs> yeah, like yeah, what totally, like no totally. way like get get bent yeah you know? kick rocks dude. Yeah. yeah exactly so like you know yeah i don't know yeah it, it this episode in particular is like when to me it be I didn't like we've said I didn't even know about television without pity but when it became so clear where it's yeah. like Joey can do no wrong everyone's just gonna like fall over her right Charlie becomes a whole different a man. whole different person yeah. a, a totally different person for yeah. her which like it's just like it's gross to be honest totally. because like to me when I watch that I feel like Charlie is wild I think it's wild to have like a like he's 18 and he's having a double life you know and then he's like then having a double life with Joey. Right. Like he's being a totally different person. Right. Who that's is like, Charlie? I mean, like he's kind of like, that's like essentially what happens when someone like love bombs you and like, you know, then becomes totally abusive, you right. know, like this is like red flag behavior. Totally. A to- like he's a totally different than the person that you saw with your own true eyes. Right. Yikes. You know, so it's weird. Agreed. Okay, so for Won't You Let Me Let Me Be, Uh um, this is from Rachel. I'm not sure whether this is what you're after because I can't remember specific moments, but I feel like it became more of a thing um, when, you know, Joey and Dawson made their virginity pact Mm. um, around season two. Like the episode Sex She Wrote, where Dawson and Joey lie about sleeping with Jen and Jack. Mm. And then upon finding out the truth, they both say to each other that they're glad that they didn't. And Joey talks about not being the perfect timing or setting or the perfect person. Mm. It's totally true. That end of that episode, it's like, why didn't we do it? And she's like, we weren't with the right person. Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. Like it was kind of written in the script in a way that put the idea more into the audience mind and therefore they expected it. Mm. And so there was more pressure around it that just built up as the seasons went on. 
Also, I feel like it was more of a thing when Joey's character became more of the, quote, sweet girl, if that makes sense. Like how season two, her character kind of changes from being the scruffy teenager with a risky attitude, wit, and seemingly tougher outer shell to the girl wearing different clothes and being viewed in a different, in a more feminine light. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think that's, that's... That is the closest we get, I would say, yeah. to uh, something like that. I mean... I remember uh, at the end of that episode, we're like, what does that mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's the closest we get. I think I think what happens... I don't know. I, there's no other that I can think of packed. Yeah. So, like, like her saying that, like, the right person, I mean, that's that's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Okay, but but then she thinks Pacey's the right person. So what does that really mean? You know, like... Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think because Dawson and Joey communicate in such like a weird abstract way, yeah. like this to them could have seen been seen as a promise to them. Right, right, right. But as the viewer, we're like, Where what? Did, what? <laughs> did I miss something? First of all, what does that mean? Yeah. When they say it in that episode, you're like, what does that mean? Yeah, you know, totally. and like, I remember at the time being like, well, that's fucked up that Joey is dating Jack then if she thinks that like, the totally. right person is Dawson, you know, totally. and that, and also fucked up that Dawson's like pursuing this Jen. sexual relationship with Jen, yeah. you know, because he was like crawled into her window to try to fuck her. And he thought that was on the table. Um, so that's like, it, it's a weird writing. And then like, yeah, maybe that's when we're supposed to think they, ha- they made their promise. Totally. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. cool. Well, thank you everyone for being here, making space with us. It's a wild time to be alive. Yep. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> oh God. And we're like entering on our second, you know, holidays with the COVID. pandemic and everything. I mean, eventually it's just like going to be our new normal. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, you know, we just all have to make that shift in our mind, Yep. which is a very difficult thing to yep. do. Like how do they like fear mongered us and now they're like okay <laughs> yeah now here's it's okay <laughs> here's your new life moving forward yeah. you know but we actually like don't really know what that means and we're like still fighting over like simple things like okay when it, if we get this many cases you have to wear a mask and if it's under that you don't yeah. you know and people yeah. are still fighting about stuff like that when like we just know masks worked <laughs> i don't know it's so weird um yeah but we hope you all are staying safe taking care of yourself you know got those new variants we don't know what that means yep make sure you're registered to vote we got an election year in the u.s coming next year mm-hmm. God, we've got a wild shit happening. We're still having minority rule in the States. So, you know, that's really fucked up. But like, you know, democracy. Woo. Uh, (laughs) Would be nice. Right. Seems like a nice concept. I know. Yeah. Wish we had it. You know, one of our listeners was messaging me about like, oh, in Ireland, we had a referendum about abortion. Yeah. Maybe y'all will have that there. And I was like, well, yeah. no, we don't have a national election ever in the U.S. Yeah, we only, we vote, only for president vote for and president, president and it's not a majority. It's not like popular vote. We yeah. have the Electoral College. The only time we ever have a national election is for the presidency. And that is still like siloed within white supremacy mm-hmm. of like what the outcome is. So like that it's like we won't we, we won't. have to convince our an, congress people to pass a law yeah it's not even an option yeah, yeah for us codifying row into 
into law. And I mean, if you're in the U.S., uh, there is a bill on the table that yeah. would codify Roe into law and you could call your Congress people about it. I would suggest you did. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, and also your state representatives, too, because your state laws yep. also are powerful, too. Um, yeah. You know, it's hard that, like, the only option at this point is to, like, call someone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, what? It's so dark. Um, yeah, but we hope you're staying safe and protecting yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, just getting your boosters, getting tested, whatever. Um, yeah. Just, like... We're doing it. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Defund the police. Yep. Stop Asian hate. Mm-hmm. Water is life. Honor yep. our treaties. Mm-hmm. Um, we stand with all labor movements to protect the rights of the working class. Mm-hmm. Police unions are not real unions. They work against the working class. Abortion is pro-life. Yep. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. Um, capitalism corner. We have merch bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we have a Patreon patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order a book. I remember everything life lessons from Dawson's Creek available wherever you get your books. Let's shout out old firehouse books in Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. Um, they are a great bookstore and, uh, you should go see them and you can order our book from them. Uh, please like a subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your um, podcasts. It helps us immensely when you do. And we really appreciate those of you who have. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. We'd like to thank you for being here with us and we will see you next week. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.